Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Lawrence Holmes, noon to two on Sports Radio 670 The Score. And 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Station. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Glad that you're hanging out here with me. We're going to talk to our buddy, Pat McGann, coming up at 120, around 120. He's a crazy White Sox fan. He's got some shows coming up. You should go see Pat. He's very funny. Very funny. Check out his stuff on YouTube. But before we do that, we need to talk about the series that's getting ready to get underway tonight over on the south side. The White Sox are taking on the Dodgers in a three-game series that's after the White Sox were able to to go into Tampa and hang on. like They they hung on like the cat on the poster to win that game on Sunday and to win the series against the Rays. And there were some things that you went, uh, typical 2022 White Sox. And then there were some things you go, okay, like maybe that's... Watching the development of Andrew Vaughn, I got I to gotta tell you, I wasn't a as big of a believer in Vaughn as the White Sox were when it came to the hit tool. And I think that he's been even better than just showing the hit tool. He's done well defensively. And uh, Parkinson Spiegel are going to talk with him at, at 240 today, so make sure that you stick around right here hear from him. Right now, when you look at, at Vaughn, he's creeping up towards 300 as far as an average go. To me, that's great. Like It's great that he's getting on base at a 343 clip. What I love is that two things. One, he's not afraid of these moments, these big moments that he's put in. And two, he hits the ball hard. Slash line for him this season. 298, 343, 496 for an OPS of 838. I would argue that there should never be a lineup where he's batting any lower than fourth. Quite honestly, he would be, if I were in charge of the White Sox, he'd be batting in the first three slots all the time. Because he's right now, because Tim Anderson is injured, right now he's your best hitter. It's it's fun to see. Like It's fun to see the adjustment and the adjustment to the adjust, adjustment by Andrew Vaughn. 
And I haven't seen a lineup yet, although we're probably getting close to a lineup getting posted by the White Sox. But what's really interesting, tonight, Mitch White will pitch and Michael Kopech will pitch. And if you look at the matchups between the two guys, there's been almost no at-bats for White Sox hitters versus White and Dodgers hitters versus Kopech. And I'm wondering, like, who has the advantage in that? There, there are two Dodgers players that have a combined three total at-bats against Kopech. What I would like to see from Michael Kopech is a start where another start, I, I shouldn't act like it's the only time, but a start where he doesn't have the bad inning. The game against New York, there wasn't really a bad inning. But against Toronto, there was. And he fought and he scrapped through those three innings but gave up six hits and five earned runs. The other part about Kopech that's so fascinating is the White Sox choices on what to do with him. I want to be very clear. I think that their choices have been really sensible because you're taking a player that was in the bullpen, even though all projections say starter. Starter stuff, starter stamina, starter pitch mix. Michael Kopech has all of that stuff. Their choice has been, well, when we can get him extra days, we're going to get him extra days. And it makes all the sense in the world. Although, him having to take nine days off in between starts is not really ideal. And maybe that played into why we saw him not have great command in the game against Toronto where he walks for. The stuff I think will probably always play, but if he can't... In the, in the game against Toronto, he was struggling mightily with command of his curveball. And I kind of wanted him to just abandon it, like just throw it away for that particular start and then see if he can get people out with fastball change. And then maybe if you're ahead in some counts, you can try to work it back in. But that wasn't the case. So I'm looking forward to seeing him tonight and seeing him go up against a Dodgers lineup that is stacked with a lot of talent. But this should be interesting. Like this series... Everyone who cares about the White Sox keeps looking for the moment where they're going to jumpstart this thing. Now, the offense has been better. The problem that the White Sox have had all season long is balance. In days where your offense is great, maybe your pitching isn't. On days when your pitching and offense is great, your defense fails you. And some of those things tend to lend themselves to looking at a team and going, oh, that's why you're above or below 500 by a game or two. That's why you're hovering around 500. Then there's the run differential aspect of it. And yesterday, I was talking with James Fegan, who covers the White Sox for, for The Athletic, and we were talking about the idea of the run differential as a projection. Like does what? How big of a sample do you need to figure out what type of team you have using run differential as a barometer? 
as it stands right now, these are the the standings in the American League Central with run differential. And believe it or not, like the the run differential plays out statistically with this super small sample size with the teams. Twins are in first place by four and a half games. Their run differential is plus twenty seven. They're expected win loss with their run differential is thirty one and twenty five. So they're pretty much on it. Like they are the team that people have projected so far. Cleveland is sitting here with a plus twenty six run differential. Their expected win loss would be twenty seven and twenty two. They're sitting there twenty four and twenty five. They have won six out of their last ten games. The White Sox are third. Their run differential is minus 56. The win expectancy for the White Sox has been 20 and 32. As they start play today, they start 25 and 27. Detroit is minus 64 in run differential. Their expected win differential, their expected win loss total is 19 and 35. They are 21 and 33, so they're doing a little bit better than what their run differential says. And Kansas City is minus 89. Their expected win loss is 18 and 35. They're pretty much right there. So it'll be interesting to see if the thing that we hope for with the White Sox comes to bear tonight when they go up against the Dodgers. Since we're talking about the White Sox and talking about the White Sox being 500. Look, I love bringing interviews back because I know that not everyone can listen at the same time. I had Tim Anderson on the show yesterday. It was really good. We shortened it for you because there was a lot of stuff that's a little bit more superfluous on day two than it is when we're doing it live. But he came on courtesy of the people over at Dairy Queen because he's got that Dairy Queen meal and he wants you to vote for him instead of voting for Bryce Harper. And DairyQueen.com is the way that you can do it. I talked with him yesterday, and we started our conversation saying, what does this feel like through 50 games with this White Sox team being where it is? You know, it's been challenging. You know, it's up and down. Um, you know, but you understand what you know. You understand what you what you're doing. You know, you are playing one of the you know one one of the toughest games at the highest level. Um, but you are. But it's also a learning process. Um, you know, we had injuries. Um, but you know, the ultimate goal is just to keep going. You know, keep going and, uh, you know, keep pushing and, uh, you know, keep having fun. And I think we'll get to where we need to be for sure. Why was it important to you to stay with the team while you're rehabbing? Keep positive vibes. You know, keep positive energy. You know, it's just good to be there. You know, it's good to be there. Why, why, why would I not? <laughs> yeah, sometimes you see guys like ship out on something like that. But I feel like you take your role as a leader on this team fairly seriously so that feels like something that a leader would do am i saying too much or is that the case no you're spot on i'm all in you know i mean it, it is my job so why not try to you know go out and be the best at it and uh you know sell out doing it and max out every day you know trying to be the best that you could be and uh you know bring your value to the team that you know, depends on whatever whatever they need how are you feeling right now i feel good i feel good you know getting better you know staying healthy you know every day getting better and better is it frustrating to you to have to go through as, as many injuries as you've had to deal with in your career and the team overall has had to deal with? At, at times it can be. You know, at times it can be because you know what the ultimate goal is and uh, you can't do that if you're, if you're not on the field. But, but, you know, man, you just keep working and you keep pushing and you, you, you keep trying, you know, to get better. And, you know, once you're, in, once you're injured, you know, this is, it's a time for you to, you know, also to continue to get better to dig into, 
your game as well. And, you know, that way you can come back even more sharp and, uh, you know, keep on, keep going along that path that you're trying to get. When I hear Tony LaRusso talk about you, it feels very paternal. It, it feels like a dad and his son. How did you guys build your relationship? You know, it was just one of those things. You know, when he first signed over here, a lot of people didn't think we would get along. Um, I guess just off, off of his history and, uh, you know, just off of my personality. But it's one of those things you got to, you know, you got to learn. You got to learn for yourself. You know, you can't go off of what other people say. And, uh, you know, ever since he got over here, we've just been building a relationship and, you know, communicating and, 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 and talking. And, you know, he's super competitive and I'm super competitive. You know, we just want to win and, and, and we'll do whatever it takes. So, uh, you know, we started clicking ever since he got over here. And, you know, it's been nothing. It's been great. We're trying to reach that goal. You know, he's all in. And, uh, you know, I'm all in. And, you know, everybody's all in. So we're just trying to, you know, continue to keep working and, uh, you know, keep getting better. And, and hopefully we get there. Seeing you develop as a hitter has been pretty amazing. I mean, you, obviously you're a batting champ, but I think that you've gotten even better. And the thing that I look at is watching your approach to going – to right field when pitchers try to to go away on you you're able to flip the ball into right field and you're showing some pop to right field how did you develop that what were the things that were important to you as to not allow pitchers to get you out that way yeah I mean you know after my rookie year you know I had a, I had a, a pretty good rookie year and after that I kind of you know my numbers were down a little bit and, you know, it was up on me to, you know, do the task. And I wanted to be the best hitter that, you know, in the league. <laughs> and so it was up on me to do the work. But, you know, I just got in the cage and worked. And, uh, you know, being able to play that fastball deep, you know, that allow you, that's going to allow you to be on everything else. Um, if, if I'm on your, on your fastest pitch, everything else is, you know, slower than that. So I can be on time for everything. And it seems to be working out really well. I, I, T.A., you're, you're so private. You know, I, I remember talking to you at SoxFest when you first got drafted. I was like, this is a private dude. So when they came to you with the idea of doing that feature on YouTube where they give a history of Tim Anderson, how hard was it for you to be the center of attention that way? It was kind of, you know, it was definitely different, you know, because I always like to stay low key. And, uh, you know, I didn't really, you know, I didn't really want to get my story out just yet. But, you know, it was it was bits and pieces of it, you know, and especially going through the White Sox organization. You know, they had a lot of content and, uh, you know, they had a lot of footage and, you know, they, they've been along my along my way. They they raised me. <laughs> so I think it was only right, you know, to, you know, to give the fans that, you know, that insight and just to see what, you know, what driving me. What keeps me motivated and, you know, just also let me get an insight on, on, on who I really am and, you know, how I go about my business. I've seen you with the ACE kids and there's going to be a ceremony tomorrow uh, over on the South Side for the ACE signees. When we're talking about the documentary and everything that is Tim Anderson, what does it mean to you to be someone that those kids look up to? And just to be, be someone they look up to, you know, first of all, I look like them, you know, uh, we listen to the same music. Same vibes we act like, so I think it, it means a lot. You know, just to, just to feel so direct, you know, connected, and just you know, just to be an inspiration. You know, just to inspire kids. You know, just to keep going. It's not not even just in the sport of baseball, just in life in general. I mean, just continue to just keep overcoming things and and continue to block out you know people's opinions on what they think about you, and just continue to prove people wrong all the time, and just keep going. That's the only way that you're going to get to where you where you're trying to be. And, and nobody's opinion really matters because <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, you know what you can do. And so you just keep pushing towards it. I talk about you not being from the South Side, but being of the South Side. Why is it important to you and to Bria to represent the South Side the way that you do? 
I think it's only right, you know. You know, when I'm a guy here, you know, they, they gave me a deal. So I think it was only right that I, I come here and soak up everything that I can and learn and connect with different people. I'm just continue to build and, and build relationships and also feel as a part of the community. Because it's different, you know, living somewhere that you don't feel comfortable. And I wanted to feel comfortable. You know, I wanted my kids to feel comfortable. You know, I wanted my whole family to feel comfortable, everybody to feel comfortable. So I think it was only right to come right in and just learn. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like where I'm from, but, you know, the city is just bigger. So it was only right that, I mean, this is where I work at. So uh, it was only right just to continue to connect and continue to learn and uh, continue to keep building and inspiring people that's, you know, that's close to me. What's it like to be Tim Anderson right now? Uh, It's it's definitely, you know, it's cool. You know, but for the most part, you know, I stay out of the way. I I, I stay low key. You know, I stay within my lane. That way I can always win. So I'm not competing with nobody else. I mean, but, you know, it's been great. It's been good. You know, uh, I've been been working, man, and continue to get better each and every year. You know, I've been maxing out, maxing out every day and every year. And, uh, you know, trying to get better every chance I get, whether it's on the field or off the field. And, uh, you know, trying to be good people. I mean, you just try to, you know, just try to spread as much love as you can, uh, you know, while you're here. One more thing. For this White Sox team, and I was talking about White Sox fans earlier, what gives you hope? that things are going to turn around and you guys can reach your goals? First off, just the energy off the lock, in the locker room. You know, I know what my guys can do, you know, when everybody's healthy. I mean, it's a long season. If we could just keep our head above water, man, and, and get to that finish line and, and be able to, you know, hopefully hit another gear and just keep working, we got a shot. So the ultimate goal is just for sure to get everyone healthy. And, uh, and then we have fun from there, and then we just see where it takes us. That was Tim Anderson. We had a great chat. Here's hoping that he is back at the top of the White Sox lineup very, very, very soon. My buddy Pat McGann, I just see him getting ready to pop up on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Chicago 670 The Score. He's going to join me to talk about his White Sox next here on The Score. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Lawrence Holmes, noon to two, on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. I got a buddy. He works at a high school, and that's a tough job, right? He's teaching, coaching, and that's, that's tough because you're dealing with teenagers now, and it's different now. They have anxiety. They're freaked out, you know? Can't talk to them like you used to. Like when we were in high school, they said whatever they wanted to us. I went to a Catholic school, and he had all that stuff colliding. And our coach, I loved him, but he was insane, you know? He would just deny reality. He told us we couldn't leave the gym. No, leaving the gym. I'll run your ass all night. Get on the line. I'll run your ass all night until you figure it out. I'll lock these doors. We'll stay here all night. I said, Coach, there's a dance here in an hour. They're, they're setting up around us. Coach didn't care. You're going to run around those chairs if you have to. They'll all be set up, and it's all good. Pat McGann's a friend of the show. If you haven't seen him perform live, you really should. If you'd like to see more, patmcgann.com is the way you can check out some of his stuff. And he's going to be in and around town this weekend. He joins me on the Circuit Resort and Casino Hotline. Circuit Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Mr. McGann, how are you, sir? Lawrence, I am so good, man. Great to see you. It's great to see you, too. Quit fidgeting with Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Chicago670thescore. You can see Pat and all the stuff that he's got on the back walls. It's great. Well, Before we get into talking about your White Sox, where are you going to be this weekend, and where can people see you? So this weekend, I have a couple shows Friday night in Michigan City at Uptown Social, which is a really cool venue. I've never been there before. It's relatively new. They rehabbed the old church there. And they've been having some uh, live shows there, mostly concerts. I know they had Poi Dog and the Bodines recently, but I think it was their first stand-up show. So I'm there Friday night, Uptown Social. The first show is sold out. We added a second show. There's still a few tickets left for that. And then Saturday, I'm in Crystal Lake, our porn star suburb, Crystal Lake. <laughs> she was just in the film with Wooddale and Carol Stream. No doubt. Produced by Crestwood. No, it's, uh, yeah. Crystal Lake on uh, Saturday night, eight o'clock at the Rao Center. Well, good. So, so are you when you do something like this? Are where are you as far as like specials go? Like, are you in between putting together a new special so you're working on stuff? Like, how does that work? Oh, so yes, great question. So, I'm I'm definitely working on stuff. I have a lot of new things. Um, most of this hour is none of it's on the special that I have out there now. Um, I feel like that game is changing, though. Maybe you could uh, help me out here, Lawrence. I mean, the specials, I don't know. People are releasing a lot of them on their own. They're putting up content, shorter bursts. You know, they're putting up like a hot five minutes. They're putting up um, an hour in 10-minute segments. And I just think the game on the specials is changing a little bit. Um but I'm definitely get, still working that way where I'm, I'm, I'm trying to build this next hour, which I feel like I'm on the way. I still have a few more uh, pieces to put together, but that's what people will see this weekend. should be a lot of fun. 
Well, let me go back to what you were talking about there. So how do you think that this kind of entrepreneurial spirit that we're seeing inside of comedy and I guess you could say that the Internet helps to democratize comedy a little bit where people can put out their own stuff. How do you think that goes about changing the way that comedians will go about getting their stuff to the public? Well, I think it's a lot of um, kind of reaction in, in this business right now reacting to who's connecting, who's getting a bunch of followers, who's, um, you know, who are people responding to right now? It's great for acts. You know, there's not as many gatekeepers anymore. Everyone's their own walking network. You can put stuff out there, see if people respond to it. It's a lot easier way to, um, you know, control what people see of you. You know, you can, um, constantly be advertising for yourself on your own platform. So it's kind of um, levels the playing field, I think. And I think it's levels the uh, playing field for the consumer too. You can really find anyone out there that you want to listen to, whether it be comedy, music, anything, right? Even talk radio, Lawrence. Even talk radio. Yes, we can definitely do that. Pat McGann is here on the show with me. Follow him on Twitter at McGannPat. That makes things nice and easy. The last time you were on the show, we were having a conversation about, I think you had just started kind of going back out and doing shows, like you had been doing shows outside. Now that you're in, in a rotation where you're back doing theaters, and is, it, is the vibe of the audience different? Like, like, I keep wondering, are you getting a happier, more easier to please crowd because of what we've all been through over the last two and a half years. I think you're right, man. And I know you're asking me, but you hit on it because I think your instincts are dead on. It's, it's different. Everything's hitting differently. People are more grateful about being out. People are loving the live environment. I feel like the response is um, more significant. And also I just appreciate it more. I think it's different for performers too. So grateful to be back out there connecting with people and having, um, you know, a real show in front of you. Just got to get used to the traveling again because my kids, I think I'm missing nine games right now being on the phone with you. My kids are playing sports, and it's, it's a lot. How do, you, how do you navigate all of that? And I, I want to know because this is also a subject that we talk about on this show quite a bit. What type of sports dad are you, Pat? Well, you know, I have. You heard the bit I did about the, my coach growing up. I have some old school in me. You know, getting on the remember <laughs> baseball game, the coach come out just like they would embarrass kids about like move in, come on, look who's up, move in, come on. Remember what this guy did last time? Move up. Why are you so far back? I mean, that was <laughs> that's kind of what we come on. This kid's got glasses. Let's go. He's allergic to everything, and it's just different now. Like I, I want to like have fun, and and it's about the kids, but the parents have ruined it, right? And I, I help out a little bit. Sometimes you go to the park, they're like, you want to help out? Like, I'll, t I'll coach third. Like, I'm sending everyone, though. Hope you know that. I'm sending everyone. Like, I want to see a collision, get these kids forget about their water bottles. Because everywhere so, my so kids go now, they have a water bottle. You're basically the U Sports version of Joe McEwing? You're just sending them? Just sending them doesn't <laughs> just matter? just sending them. Just keep them running. They're the most hydrated generation. They're going to be fine. Always with the water bottle. No clue when that began, by the way. My mom's almost 80. I've never seen her drink water her entire life. <laughs> For these kids, they get a bead of sweat. They're like, what's happening? Where's Roblox? 
Where's Fortnite? You know what's crazy, Pat? Like when we were younger, because we were about the same age, like they, our coaches like kept water from us. Like the water was a water was a luxury. It was a treat that if, if we practice oh, yeah. hard, we might get a water break. Drink your spit. Suck it up. How there it the, is. Uh, <laughs> and then in health class, the same coach would teach you that you needed eight glasses a day to stay hydrated. Like, coach, it's on your quiz. We need water. And yeah, they would the, never uh, give it to us. Now it's just, you know, the parents fighting at the games, always explaining. You know, there's always some big kid dominating at these games, Lawrence. I don't know if you've been there. Like, a, there's always a suspicious-looking kid. And everyone's like, who is that? Where, where's the paperwork? And then some, some mom always says, he has a late birthday. He has a late birthday. Like, he was born right after the – that's why he has a goatee, because he has a late birthday. He's, he was born right at the cutoff, and that, that's why he drove to the game, because he, he has a late birthday. He just missed his birthday is a little later, and that's why his son is playing third base. His kid's on the team. Do you remember the Griffies? It's like that. He has, he has a late birthday. Like, I don't <laughs> care when he was born. He's eight feet tall. He's throwing 90 from six feet away. Can we move him up? There's nothing worse than seeing that kid when you aren't that kid, when you see the kid that, that had the growth spurt and you didn't oh, yeah. have that, and you're like, <laughs> man, this is how am I going to get this guy out? I was a catcher when I was younger, so the idea of wanting those type of guys like plowing into me at, at home plate, like all that stuff was just wild. Oh, it's insane. Yeah, it's I do have fun though at the games. It's just it's been amped up a little bit, you know? They all had all the gear. They have their own helmets now. They don't have the lice buckets that we passed around. For Remember years that? Like, and generations. Or, or like the equipment bag, like the old equipment bag that that all of the helmets went into. Like I see some I mean, of the helmets, duffel I'm that like, he brought man. back the duffel that they brought back from Vietnam. Exactly. The equipment back. Like go in there, grab a ball. Like, I think I found a grenade. There's all don't, sorts don't, of don't stuff. Don't go that like deep that. in the back. You better not, or else something bad's gonna happen to you. Pat McGann joining me here. Go check him out this weekend. Yeah, people are texting in. Don't forget the salt tablets in the old days, along with water being uh, withheld and you being told don't be a wimp. Yeah, that is that is completely accurate to the experience of playing Little League Baseball in the 70s and 80s for sure. So how are we feeling about the White Sox, Pat? Hey, you know what? I got to tell you, I'm actually doing a, an event with the White Sox tomorrow night at the Field Museum. I'm very excited about it called Beyond the Diamond going to be a, a lot of fun and it's going to turn the season around i think it already started to turn around in tampa bay and i it was moving around on twitter on friday morning though i gotta say i was like this 83 vibe i remember this i was seven years old they took off during the summer and then someone was tweeting it yesterday they had the exact same record at the what 49 game mark 23 26 got the same skipper I think they got a shot. They just got to get healthy. They'll be good. It's it's it seems like everything's happening at once. Hopefully, get it all the way. But when it heats up and they start, you know, get Lance Lynn back, get Eloy back. I mean, they're a good team. No one's running away with it, right? What are they? Three and a half? How, how far how far how far back are they right now? They're five, and they're lucky to five? be five. Like they no they, for they, sure. 
the twins kept losing while they were losing or else it could be really bad. But that's the great thing about baseball because there's so many games and there's a lot of time. You know, there's still over 100 games that are left for the White Sox. So I think all of us are sitting here hoping that what you're talking about and what they're talking about comes true. The idea that you'll get some of your parts back and things will be okay. That 83 team, they won 99 games. And I just want to remind you, we don't have Jerry Dubzinski. We're going to be okay. Is it okay to say we? I don't think you're allowed to say that. Are you The Chicago White Sox. You're allowed to say we. It's probably not a great thing that I say it, but if you say it, it's totally fine, especially since like you, you they might as well just give you a jersey because you're hosting their event. Yes, that's true, I'm, uh, which I'm, I'm very excited about. I would probably pick the throwback, the Southside City Connect jerseys, which are still beautiful. Great to see at the on the concourse. Yeah, I, I've been trying like desperately to get the script C back. I, I even sent the White Sox, like, I had a mock-up of the script C because I feel like it's the most uh, forgotten and probably unliked logo that they had. And I saw Rick yeah, I've Hahn come wearing, around on that one. I, me too. Like, I thought it was ridiculous when I was younger, and now that I'm older, I'm like, man, that's actually a pretty cool logo. Remember when it came out, you're like, is that a lowercase E? What did they do? Right. Right. And so script, now I'm like... Chicago. That, that, I think, informed the current script Chicago, that old-school road that they had, and even the White Sox across. It kind of holds up. I, I agree wholeheartedly. So before I get you out of here, tell people where you're going to be this weekend and what they can expect. This weekend, I'm going to be Friday night Uptown Social in Michigan City. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. i got some great comics joining me. Jim Flanagan is going to be there, Maggie Hughes, DiPaolo. And then Saturday night, same lineup, add John DeCoss. And um, that's at the Rouse Center in Crystal Lake, which is going to be a blast. Like I said, I've been traveling a ton. I uh, was bouncing around with Sebastian Maniscalco all year, so I haven't really been doing my own stuff. But I was in uh, Jersey last weekend, and uh, I had a lot of fun kind of doing my own shows. So I get to do a little bit longer set. I think people will see a lot of new material. Some local stuff, too. I get to do, like, the inside jokes, the Chicagoland area stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, it's going to be a good time. Is it still fun for you to go out there to those huge crowds that Sebastian brings in in these stadiums? Oh, it's insane. I mean, I feel like, you know, just it's like an out-of-body experience. I always think about the 90s Bulls, you know, because a lot of these arenas we go into, you just picture, like, watching games back in the day, you know? Like, when we got to do Madison Square Garden, all I was thinking about was, like, you know, the double nickel, the – the playoff games, all the, all the moments in, in these arenas. So as a sports fan, it's cool to go into those venues. Has there been any venue that's left you awed? Like you walked away like, man, I cannot believe my feet are on a stage here. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, I think um, doing Radio City kind of had that, that feel. You know, I think that um, the arenas are intimidating but it's also like, how could you expect to feel comfortable there? It's really not where comedy lives. Um, it's, a, it's unbelievable, and it's fun. It's, it's a little different. You're in the round. But, yeah, there's some theaters out there that I just love. Even the Chicago Theater here um, is just those places are pretty magical. When you get someone as big as Sebastian, like the people that are doing those types of shows – 
is there ever a concern about being able to connect with the person in an audience where it's 25,000 people or in Kevin Hart's case, it's 60,000 people? Is that ever a concern on trying like trying to write to a larger room? I think it's more the, uh, yeah, the connection is definitely a different, total different approach. Like, you know, what's really helped is these high def screens. I mean, that's what makes it all possible to be honest with you. Cause I'll, I've gone up in the rafters at these arenas. Like when we were at the United center, I'll go up and watch Sebastian and, you know, you find yourself watching the screen and you see that you have to really play to the space. Whereas if you're in a, um, more intimate setting, you can kind of like, you know, maybe be more personal, maybe talk to someone that's sitting up front or maybe, you know, but anytime you're in a big city that has things that you can latch onto, you know, local references always work. I remember being at the old Chicago stadium. I saw Pearl Jam there. And I remember Eddie Vedder coming out and singing like the empire song, five, eight, eight, two, and the place went bananas. So <laughs> those are fun moments too. When you have the shared experience though. Pat, as always, man, it's a pleasure to talk with you. Good luck this weekend and continued success. I know that Sebastian really, really appreciates you and and the connection you two guys have working together is wonderful. And I appreciate you having time for my show, man. Lawrence, I appreciate you too, man. Um, Been listening for a long time and always fun to come on. And I will add, if if anyone feels like these are too far, going to Michigan City or Crystal Lake, Sunday, doing a live podcast recording. I have a podcast all over the place. We're doing it right here. I'm at Zanies and Rosemont right now. We just taped an episode. That's why I have all these pictures up on the wall. I'm in the green room. But I'm going to be here Sunday at um, 5 o'clock for our live podcast. All right, Pat. You the man. I appreciate you. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Lawrence. Take care, man. No problem. That is Pat McGann. He's great. You should be following him on Twitter, at McGann Pat. That's where you can find a lot of his work. He's He's had a lot of cool specials. The the one that's on Amazon Prime is fantastic as well. And just follow him at patmcgancomedy.com. We're going to take a break. When we come back, I want to talk about Steve Stone. We'll do that next here on The Score. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp and refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Lawrence Holmes, noon to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score. And 670thescore.com. In Odyssey Station. Tonight on the NBC Sports Chicago broadcast of the White Sox game, they are going to celebrate an anniversary. It's a pretty significant one. Steve Stone will have been in the booth for 40 years calling games. Being able to 
call games on the north side and then seamlessly switch over to the south side is unprecedented because of the way people feel about him in both places. There are legion of Cubs fans that still look at Steve Stone as theirs and that he was the guy that was sitting in the booth with Harry Carey while Harry was telling all of these wonderful stories and we got to see Steve do the thing where he tells you what's getting ready to happen and then it happens. He's done that over on the south side as well being a, a great teammate to Hawk Harrelson and now forging this incredible relationship with Jason Benetti who I think is one of the best that does it in the business. So the things that Steve has seen over the last 400, 440 years in baseball, I I think we've all gotten better and smarter because he's around. I sample a lot of baseball through the MLB app and you listen to the color guys around the country and no diss, I'm not trying to take away anyone's vibe, but no one comes close to that guy. And knowing that we have him and we have him here at the score as an analyst is is pretty incredible. But all baseball fans in Chicago have some attachment to Steve Stone. And I think that we're all better for it. So happy anniversary to Steve Stone. Make sure you check it out tonight on NBC Sports Chicago. I'll talk with Parkins and Spiegel next here on The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 